with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are rounding out with day five of our Experiencing God's Peace devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And I just have to say that this is actually a really surprisingly nice devotional series that we did. Yeah. I picked it because I was like, okay, I think in a time where we all need peace, this would be good. But I didn't think it would be that good. And so yeah. I've been really pleasantly surprised by I've it, which has it. been fun. Uh, I'm going to read the scripture. Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is John chapter 16, verse 33. And it says this, I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. The devotional is titled, Peace Doesn't Equal Perfection. As a follower of Jesus, be comforted in the fact that your salvation brings you peace with God. And then, with each day that you follow Jesus and allow him to lead your life, you'll experience the peace of God. But even when we have God's peace in our lives, it doesn't equate with perfection in the world. Until we reside in our heavenly, eternal home with God, we won't know or experience perfection. So, what causes us to think God's peace equals perfection on earth? Our expectations. A pastor said, if I'm going to live at peace... I've got to surrender my expectation of perfection. Peace isn't found in a place or in a set of circumstances that are problem-free. While earth is our home, we will have hardship and difficulties. We'll go through seasons where the pain is intense because pain accompanies struggling relationships, struggling economies, and struggling health crisis. These outside pressures don't have the power to take away God's perfect peace through Jesus Christ. It's been said, it's not that he delivers me from it, it's that he meets me in it. He meets us in our deepest time of need with an unexplainable, unfathomable, and inexplicable peace. This peace of God is unrivaled and it's beyond compare. No one or no thing is even in the same class as this perfect, mysterious peace. Even though it's beyond our comprehension, we know when we have God's peace and we know when we don't. We experience it in the midst of unspeakable pain and yet somehow we have this calmness over us. We experience it when we're in financial struggles and are unsure of how to pay the next bill, yet we're amazed we can rest in God's provision. We experience it when our health is in jeopardy and we don't know when the healing will come, yet we can't explain the serenity we are living in. That's the peace of God in imperfect situations. Life is not perfect, but our God is. God doesn't always take us out of our valleys, but he will always bring us through them. It's often in the unknown that God shows us the most powerful revelations about who he is and who we are. We can still trust and rest in our good God during life's challenges and exhibit faith during our own torrential situational downpours. It's this kind of faith that pleases our God. Yeah, I think this was just a, a wonderful way to close out of this series on peace. Mm-hmm. We just have this reminder of that, like, I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, they're not perfect, 
relationships will not be perfect. Financial situations will not be perfect. Your house will not be perfect. Nothing is perfect aside from Christ, the side of heaven. And because of that, it could help us. I don't want to say lower our expectations, but have more uh, realistic expectations of what's going on. So that way, when we do get that bad news about our health, or when we do experience that really deep hurt from a spouse, or when we do go through feeling rejected, or when whenever we feel let down that we didn't get a job or got fired or whatever, whenever we're not living, and I don't mean this in a rude way, but like fairy tale world where everything, like everything revolves around me. It's all about me. And if something doesn't go my way, then the world's ending because what is happening here? Whenever we pop that bubble of our own idealized version of our life and we understand that, hey, like Tori is a sinner just like I am. And so whenever we have conflict, that's just really revealing the, the fact that we're both imperfect. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I love her less. It doesn't mean that she loves me less. It means that, hey, let's dig in and love each other more, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I think it's really powerful that God meets us in the fire, yeah. that God meets us in the storm, mm-hmm. that God meets you in the loneliness, that God meets you where you are, and he can give you a peace that'll supersede even if your circumstances were the way you wanted them to be. He can make you feel a way that is better than if things were going the way you wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really powerful. Is so yeah. the 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 acknowledgement that we will go through sorrows and trials, just like John sixteen thirty three said. Mm-hmm. But know that God has overcome the world, right. and He comes into our world, and He embraces us, and He helps us feel peace in a time where we normally wouldn't experience peace and and in a way that we can't explain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what's beautiful about it all, and I don't have that much to add is that peace is not only going to benefit your life, but it's going to benefit the people around you too. Because when you're walking in peace or when you're walking through a trial and yet you have the calmness and yet you have the trust and yet you have the hope because our hope is secure in Christ, the people who are watching you journey through this will also get a faith boost because truly I have seen friends walk through such hardship and heartbreak and the way that they leaned into God has been so incredibly beautiful that it filled my cup in a way that it's like, man, I didn't expect my cup to be filled watching someone go through hardship. And yet it was filled because of the beauty that came out of the suffering. And that's what God does. He takes the hard, he takes the broken, he takes whatever situation might be going on and he can use it for your good and his glory. And that's what was happening in my friends' lives. I was watching them go through these situations that are truly devastating. And yet God's glory was revealed through the peace that they were walking in. And so how can we do the same thing? Because we are promised hardship. And so we know that we're going to go through it, even if we're not going through it right now, when we're not going through it is when we should prepare and truly equip ourselves and remind ourselves that we have to walk in peace every day. We have to establish these disciplines in the good seasons, because when the hard seasons come, we need to have that reflex to run to Jesus quickly. And when we do, that's when that peace that surpasses all understanding engulfs you. And it will truly not only minister to your heart, 
but also to the hearts of those around you. Yeah, and I just want to piggyback off what Tori said regarding about, you know, as you prepare, it's not out of fear. Yeah. It's just out of acknowledgement that, hey, this world is broken. This world, this world is off tilt. This world is damaged, is fractured. We are imperfect. We're surrounded by imperfect people. Yeah. And so because of that, it would be prudent of us to make sure that our muscle reflex is always to run to God, mm-hmm. not to run to other things for both affirmation, acknowledgement, but also comfort. Yeah. Not just to pray like, okay, I, I want to feel good. So God help me. But also when I feel bad, God can comfort. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key here is just the acknowledgement of that. So that way, if something happens or when something happens, we're, we're not befuddled by like, what do I do here? It's like, no, well, through, through my training, I know what to do. I know who to run to. Mm -hmm. So good. Want to praise the note? Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you that you are our ultimate comforter father, that in the hardships and the seasons that don't make sense, father, that you are the God that cares. You are the God that comforts us. You are the God that gives us a peace that makes no sense. Father, we pray that our reflexes would always be to run to you in any season, in any moment, for everything. Father, that we would truly learn how to pray in all circumstances, all the time, God, because that is what you have called us to do. We want to walk hand in hand with you, step in step with you, Father. Train us, equip us for how to journey through this life with you, Father, so that not only we experience your peace that we so deeply desire, but also so that we can be ministers to other people through how we walk through hardship and trials. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you that we can run to you. We thank you that we can pray. We thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead so that we can come in confidence into your throne room with any request. Father, what a privilege, what a blessing, what an honor. I pray we never take for granted, Father. I pray a special covering over those who are hurting and broken today, Father, that they would truly experience this this peace, Father, this perfect peace that we have been talking about the last couple days, Father, that you would just engulf them in it today, that they would experience it in a way they never have before. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Pop. (laughs) I'm not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan. Oh my lord. Okay. Anyways, now is the perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to pop. <laughs> Babe, just roll with it. Babe, the Prince of Peace. I know. He's the Prince of Peace. I know. It just sounds so casual. And don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. Don't forget that we love you. We love you guys and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci. Wait, I didn't say that right. I love you so much. Adios. <laughs>